Welcome to my podcast, The Cross in the Desert. I'm Randy L. Noble, and I want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your busy life to join me today on my podcast. What is truth? Now, that's a very heavy, often philosophical concept and can be a difficult question to answer. In our culture, we live in a virtual sea of relativism that opposes the truth. Everything is opinion. This is what I think. This is my preference. But that culture that we live in denies any real absolute truth that says this is what we ought to believe and how we ought to live. Today on my podcast, I want to talk from a biblical perspective on the subject of truth. And it's entitled, The God of Truth. The Bible presents God as reliable, trustworthy, and the foundation of what is true. In 3 John, one of the epistles, the first chapter in the fourth verse, the apostle declares, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. And of course, the truth he's referring to there is the truth of Scripture, the truth of the gospel, the truth of what Christians believe. And so the apostle says, it brings me great joy. In fact, there is no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Well, but wait a minute. What is the truth? If it something subjective, just what it, something means to me, my opinion, Well, truth is what is real, what is correct, something outside of myself, not just something I feel or believe. It's something that's true whether I believe it or not. So truth is what is real, what is correct. Truth is the way things really are. It is something that is objectively true. It's not subjectively. It's not a matter of personal opinion. Now, we live in a society where it's perfectly okay to have an opinion. But when we look at Scripture, when we look at the Bible, we are not getting subjectives. This is what it feels like to me. This is what I think. In fact, the Bible presents God as the God of truth. Now, just so I want you to know my sources, this is from Got questions. It is a website, Your Questions, Biblical Answers, and that is the source for today's podcast. So what does the Bible say about truth? We've just defined it in a very simple way. Well, truth is much more than just simply being honest. It's not simple honesty. It encompasses much more than that. The Bible reveals truth as a moral moral concept rooted in God's character. Isaiah chapter 65 verse 16 in the New Living Translation says God is the God of truth. That is, his truthfulness embraces his steadfastness, his trustworthiness, and his eternal faithfulness. And so, We have the concept of truth rooted in the very character of who God is. The very opposite of the truth is lying. And you know that. That's very basic. The Bible says that God 
never lies. That he's just not only truthful, he is the essence of truth. There's something in the character of God as you read the scriptures that paints a picture of reliability and trustworthiness. And the biblical writers talk about this in terms of God's trustworthiness, God's truthfulness. When scripture speaks of truth, it refers to a concept or a completeness of moral integrity. That moral integrity is going to influence the way you and I think and behave. So we want to get right to the essence of the character of God. He is truthful and dependable in his words in his actions and in his dealings numbers 23 verse 19 in the new living translation says it very clearly god is not a man so he does not lie he is not human so he does not change his mind has he ever spoken and failed to act has he ever promised and not carried it through notice it's making a distinction here between the personhood of God, the character and the essence of God, and human beings created in his image, fallen, sinful human beings. God is not like fallen, sinful human beings, so he cannot lie. It's not that he does not lie. It's that he cannot lie. It's not in his essence, in his nature, and he's not a human being because we all change our minds. We, we, we sometimes sugarcoat things and tell half lies. But God is not like that. The scripture is a record of his actions and dealings and his words. Has he ever promised and not carried it through? Well, of course not. He always is faithful. In everything he does, Psalm 33, verse 4, he is completely reliable. The Lord is a rock-solid, trustworthy foundation of life because he is entirely reliable and consistent in his character. Deuteronomy 32, verse 4, Psalm 145, verse 13. Now, God has laws and instructions that outline the way of truth that is meant to lead people to him. So how does he do that? Well, he does it through his holy word. Jesus said, thy word is truth. John 17, verse 17. Psalm 119, verse 160. The entirety of your word is truth. Jesus declared, John chapter 14, verse 6. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The very gospel of salvation is the truth. It's the good news. Jesus is the only way, as I mentioned, to everlasting life with God. 1 John chapter 5, verse 20 in the New Living Translation. We can know the true God through Jesus, and now we live in fellowship with the true God because we live in fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the only true God, and he is eternal life. And when we are saved and the Holy Spirit comes to live in us, the Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Truth. He dwells in every believer and leads them into all truth.
The Word of God, the truth of God, has an effect on our lives. We are to speak and act and live in the truth. It has sanctifying power. Jesus said in his prayer before his crucifixion and the night before it in John 17, make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. And also Jesus went on to say, actually earlier in John chapter 8, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So God puts a very high priority on us to be people of the truth. He loves those who tell the truth, but he detests those who lie. You know who's the champion of lies is the father of lies, Satan. He twists the truth. He puts spin on the truth. But we, in defense, we put on the belt of truth. Ephesians chapter 6, that's part of our armor. It's securely wrapped around us like a belt. We are to stand in the truth. And if we don't, we're defenseless against the lies of the devil, who is the father of lies. John 8, 44. So we see as we look at the scripture, God delights in truth. The Lord is close to all who call on him. Yes, to all who call on him in truth. Psalm 145, verse 18. Solomon, one of the wisest kings that ever lived, says, Buy the truth and do not sell it. Wisdom, instruction, and insight as well. Proverbs 23, 23. So God takes pleasure in seeing his truth reflected in the character of his children. He calls all of us to worship him in truth, to love others in truth, and to always speak the truth and to speak it in love. Now, what we come to the Gospels, we see a prime example of the truth in human flesh. Uh, on the day of his crucifixion, after Jesus was scourged, he had to appear before Pilate. And Pilate was asking him, are you a king? And they had this exchange back and forth. Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world. And Pilate says, so you are a king. And Jesus says, you say correctly that I am a king. For this I have been born. And for this have I come into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. But look at the reaction of Pilate. Well, he mocks Jesus. Well, what is truth? And, and that kind of mood is the mood of our culture. It's reverberated down through history. It's a, an indifference to what is truth. Well, what is truth? Well, truth is not simply what works. That's pragmatism. Lies can appear to work but they are still lies and not the truth. Truth is not what makes people feel good. Bad news can be true. Truth is not what the majority say. 51% uh, of a group can reach a wrong conclusion. The, the Greek word for truth is aletheia, which means to unhide or hide nothing. It conveys the thought that truth is always there. It's always open. It's available for all to see. God is not hiding the truth. The Hebrew word for truth is emeth, which means firmness, constancy, and duration. So in essence, truth is what corresponds to reality. Truth is that which matches its object. Truth is simply telling it like it is. It corresponds to what is real.
It matches the object. It is saying things the way they really are. And it's making the point that any other viewpoint is wrong. And that is very, very important. We have a challenge to truth today in relativism that denies any absolute authority or absolute truth. We live in a culture that lies. We live in a culture that redefines terms that sound right, but they have wrong meanings. And so there's putting a spin on what is true. And so we need to be firmly built in the foundation of the truth of God's word. And that's why I want to spend some time now giving us some verses, some biblical verses on what about truth. Jesus, of course, says in John 14, 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John chapter 8, verse 30, true, where Jesus says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. John chapter 16, verse 13, speaking of the Holy Spirit, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He is the spirit of truth that lives within us. The Bible, God's word is the truth. John 17, 17, Jesus prays to his father sanctify them in the truth your word is truth john 4 24 god is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth psalm 145 verse 18 the lord is near to all who call on him to all who call on him in truth first john 3 18 little children let us not love in word or in talk, but in deed and in truth. Psalm 25, verse 5. Lead me in your truth and teach me. That is so important. As we look at the definition of truth, we begin to see that the Bible reveals the character of God as a God of truth. Now, if you're a spiritual seeker, and you're looking for answers. You're seeking the truth. Come to Jesus. He says, I am the way and the truth and the life. He says, come to me, you are weary and carry heavy burdens and I will give you rest. Jesus not only claimed to be the truth, he demonstrated it by his bodily resurrection from the grave three days after his death on the cross for our sins. So he not only claimed it, but he lived it and demonstrated it through his resurrection. 500 or more people witnessed this glorious resurrection. The disciples didn't die for a lie. They died for the truth. And so today, if you're looking for the truth and you're tired of opinions, crumbling foundations, feelings that fail you, come to the solid rock of Christ, who is the way and the truth and the life. Thank you so much for joining me this morning on my podcast, The Cross in the Desert. Have a great week and I will see you soon again.